I'm Jeff. I'm Jason. And it's The Hour. And on today's not-so-special episode... Where have all the cowmills gone? Fool of Photon once, shame on... Shame on you. Fool of Photon twice. You ain't gonna fool me again. <laughs> Russia claims Venus. But do they have a flag? No flag, no planet. Those are the rules I've just made up. Hamster DNA found, but Hamtaro insists it was just diurnal emissions. Asbestos Canada may change its name to Jeffrey. And like every good Jeffrey, they'll be a master of abatement. And Chuck E. Cheese wants to destroy 7 billion prize tickets. Wow, if they save up a few more, they'll have enough for a kazoo. <laughs> Typical currency manipulation, just like Jaina. Well, they were just one more useless thing you can win, like an iPod or the popular vote. Whenever I see a thing uh, that says, win an iPod, I'm like, did you misspell iPad? Because nobody wants a fucking iPod. I mean, I pull a Robin Williams and I'm like, what year is it? <laughs> yeah. It's like a very 2006 kind of a thing. Very 2006. Yeah, well, right. I mean, I still have my like 2006 iPod. Well, so it's not my, I have an iPod, but I dropped it. Okay. And so it doesn't, like it turns on, but nothing works anymore. Okay. Uh, but Becky still has her iPod. Uh, we bought, We both got them the same year. I think it was like 2005 for Christmas. Or right. 2006 right. for Christmas. One of those years. I was working at Borders. That's all I know. Well, that's nice. I got an iPod um, around the time I got married. And mm. um, I got rid of it two years later because it was already outdated. And mm. I got an iPhone. Because it's obsolete. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Like the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> yeah. Or the popular vote. What do you talk? <laughs> so how was your week? Uh, you know, beforehand, I thought of like three or four things that I could talk about. Uh, that, yeah. I should have written them down because I don't remember anymore. Right. Uh, basically, I've discovered that as a teacher in 2020, I'm not really a teacher anymore. I'm just IT help desk. Yeah, that sounds about right. I get about 80 emails a day. That's not over exaggeration. I get it's probably an under under in I don't know whatever you under exaggerated whatever that is downplay. Number. Yeah, there you go. I like to downplay it. What can I say? Uh, and most of them are I can't get on to whatever. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry, I don't know your password. Right. Maybe you should write it down. Do something. Well, yeah, the the students. I mean, not shouldn't have i mean the students should have the responsibility of like that's like oh i forgot my backpack yeah. at home i can't do class like no go bring your backpack <laughs> you know i mean there, so we had this literal like 20 minute discussion on attendance today okay you and who at the the entire middle school staff at our wing meeting oh so, okay the staff okay and so for us to do attendance uh, it's not like you know Look who's here. Attendance. Uh, so we've got students in our classroom. We've got students who are in our classroom on the opposite days that we're not seeing right now. But we have to take attendance for them, even though they're not in school. So we have to take virtual attendance. And then we have our virtual students who are never in school, but we have to take virtual attendance with them as well. Uh, in addition to that attendance, we have to have a separate attendance sheet 
for two-way communication with every student, and then another separate sheet on whether or not they participated. And so attendance can be they're in class. Attendance can be they show up on a, like, Google Meet. Attendance can be they turn in an assignment. Attendance can be they email us. Attendance can be they leave a comment in Google Classroom. I have 150 fucking students. I'm supposed to track all that? Yeah. I'm sure that's fine. It's ridiculous. Huh. I I can't even deal with it. It's And then it's like, all right, so what happens then if they check in for math class but don't check in for social studies class? Do I mark them not present? Or were they present because they were at math class? But if they were present at math class but didn't come at social studies and then they fail, and I say, well, they weren't in my class. And they say, well, you said they were in their class. Like, fuck everyone. i just done. I would just say everyone's here all the time. I don't give a shit. So Next. all so what this is, it has to do with making sure we're not just making up students and then getting funding for it. Oh, right, right, right. So we have to prove like five oh, different ways. That makes so, sense. So my life is immeasurably worse because we have to prove that these children actually exist in a million different ways. You know, it's Everyone's life is worse because there are, like, immoral or amoral people out there. Here's the thing. I don't think – I feel like it's a voter frog kind of situation. Did you say voter like, frog? Voter fraud. Did you say voter frog? Mm. Uh, yes, I was uh, at Sesame Street News, and uh, there was some voter frog. I saw Cookie Monster vote twice for uh, Donald Trump. Oh, Kermie. <laughs> Trumper! <laughs> so I think it's just something that, like, you know, some Republican somewhere was pissed off about and didn't want to give schools too much money. Like, I'm sure that's what it was, yeah. Like, oh, no. And it all had to do with, like, virtual schools. Like, before there was pandemic, there were virtual schools in the state, and they didn't want virtual schools saying that people exist when they don't. And then, like, they're paying for it at the virtual school and at the public school. So it's just like, eh, fuck. Man. You know, the issue is with, with the Republicans is that – I think they're much more likely to be corrupt, right? So uh, – because my opinion is, of course, skewed. Um, but they can think of all the ways that you can fuck over the system and that they would if they were in charge of that particular system. So, like, nah, you can't do that. Nah, because people are going to vote six times because that's what I would do and that's what I'm about to do. And that's what I'm going to tell all my followers. Right, right. No, it's that's 100% what it is. They're like they're like that because that's what they actually do. And so they assume we're doing it too. It's like they say that the person who is uh, cheating on their significant other um, is the one that's always accusing the other person of cheating. It's like he who smelt it dealt it. It's exactly like thou hast smelt. Forget it. <laughs> it something, I don't know. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Uh, blech. Blech. How yeah. was your week? Well, tell you what. <sighs> Nothing like diving into a cold one after a hard day's work, said the necrophiliac coroner. <laughs> mm. uh... Ooh, so I, uh, I just got back from playing hockey. Like, literally... I got back from playing hockey. I sat down, set everything up, and, and called you on the phone. So um, mm -hmm. I have, um, uh, what is it, exercise-induced asthma. 
Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, I, after I exercise, uh, I have an inhaler and stuff, but anyway, so after I exercise, I cannot laugh or I will out loud or I will cough. Mm. So normally, they're all pity laughs, but I would laugh out loud at your jokes, right? Yeah. So basically, you're just going to be like the rest of our audience and just listen without laughing. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. So I, I will do, my laughing will be a lot less. Um, but if I laugh out loud, I'll cough. So if, And I don't want our listeners to hear a cough. So if we do that, if I do cough, then uh, we promise to cover it up with um, something. something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was that was weird. So they're requiring that while we play hockey, it's ice hockey, by the way, for our listeners um, who wouldn't know. Um, while you play hockey, you have to wear a mask, like mm. a, um, uh, like, a, like a protective cage, like uh, with your helmet, but also like a face mask, like a Corona mask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and boy, boy, that is tough. Um, imagine like uh, whatever strenuous activity you do, um, but just put a wet washcloth over your face mm. and mm-hmm. then try it then. And that's pretty much how it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad and also i'm way out of shape and i have the asthma and it was just like it was it was pretty tough so it's a great time to uh be out there in the corona world it is a great time to be out there in the corona world and so um it i worried about playing hockey during a pandemic mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i don't want to get it and like pass it on to the people i care about um but then i also i think i mentioned this on the show before i i, I weighed the like my extreme sedentary lifestyle as well versus getting the Corona, like increasing my chances of getting coronavirus. And I've just decided it's worth, worth the risk. Um, especially Mate. since they're, you know, requiring masks to play and stuff. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think next time I'll just uh, bring a couple extra masks. So when this one gets wet with sweat and breath, I will just, yeah, just trade them out. them out. Yeah. That's what I do at school. Oh, you, oh, you uh, have multiple masks. You, you, yeah. I mean, after talking to, you know, for 90 minutes, it gets a bit hard to breathe. So, I yeah, straight them out when you're uh, this. This is my clock. This is this is 10 o'clock. So it's going to be a long time. Um, but uh, when your face is drenched with sweat from teaching, that's when you have to change your mask out. Is that what you're saying? No, no. It's from the the act of talking all that wet, humid breath coming out of your mouth. I know, but it would be funny if never mind. Oh, I- I see. Forget it. Forget it. All right. Well, uh, Wait. oh, you have more? Uh, I thought I did. Okay. Uh, no, but that's it. Oh, that's it. Well, if you have a resume that you'd like to send us in case one of us dies from coronavirus and you want to replace <laughs> us, uh, you can email us the resume at thehourpod at gmail.com. Or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thehourpod. You know, we probably should get a LinkedIn for uh, replacements just in case. All right. I actually, uh, or yeah. You can, or you can tweet us at the hour pod. I'm going to go on my LinkedIn and I'm going to put podcast host as my first one, you know? <laughs> and then my regular job title is the second, like, title. That'll be good. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that'll be fine. I love seeing, like, when you see um, people's LinkedIn's and their, like, job titles, like, entrepreneur, businessman. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, just say unemployed, okay? Yeah. I just got an email today from someone on LinkedIn. Well, it wasn't. It was from LinkedIn to tell me to congratulate someone for their sixth year at their current job, except that I know they are no longer at that employer. So it's been at least like two or three years since they've updated their LinkedIn. Right. 
So yes. that was fun. I think I saw that same update, and I was like, that oh. is incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I know for a fact. Uh, well, so, of updates, yeah. Do we don't it. have any. Good. Uh, but we do have a correction. Oh, thank God. I was worried. Uh, in episode one, so one of the reasons we don't have updates or corrections is I haven't listened to last week's episode. Usually when I listen, then I get a bunch of stuff. Right. Uh, and so I listened to the one before that, and we've gone through pretty much all of them, except for one correction. Uh, in episode 112, Make America Bake Again, uh, I believe I mistakenly said that Ben Carson had died of COVID when I actually meant that Herman Cain had died of COVID. I mean, it is easy to get uh, some confusion there because Bing Carson does seem barely alive. Yeah. Did you see him fall asleep at that uh, Trump COVID press conference? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. It's like he's standing like right behind Trump and his eyes are closed. And it's like, dude, someone poke him. Like, wake him up. I swore it was Ben Carson that died, though. Because I, no, I was thinking about um, Jay Farrell's impression of him on, on SNL back when he was on there. And I loved it. It was very funny because um, he would always have his has his hands like all weird mm-hmm. in front of him. Yep. Nope. Nope. It was uh, it was not Bing Carson. It was Herman, Herman Cain, Cain right. who is still tweeting about how COVID is not deadly. So. Herman Cain is. Yeah, yeah, he's dead, but he's still tweeting. Oh, okay, that's probably fine. Saying that this is all fake. I so I can't even deal anymore. Uh, I have le- coworkers who legit feel that. COVID will disappear on November 4th. They think it's like a ploy for the election? Uh-huh. Wow. Boy, are they going to be... Well, no, they're not going to be disappointed because they'll just make some other bullshit up. Like the people but, that thought Obama was the Antichrist. But or, that's the thing. Going back to our conversation a second ago, they think that because Republicans do shit like that. <laughs> right, right. Like they, they go, oh, well, this thing, and then the election happens and suddenly not an issue. Oh, the deficits. Right, right. Or the, you know, the um, Supreme Court nominees mm-hmm. or whatever. Ugh. 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 So someone was asked, uh, said, uh, I was reading something. I don't know. It was like, why isn't anyone outraged about, like, it was something about Mitch McConnell. Like, what's the use of being outraged about what Mitch McConnell is doing? It's why not going to help we're anything. not? Right. But it's not going to help anything to be outraged. I mean, I'm outraged that he exists. I think he should be punched in the nuts. Yeah, exactly. Which at his age, you know. It's hard to get through the turtle shell to get to his nuts, though. That's what I, That's the joke I wanted to make. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> turtle, turtle. <laughs> I, I love, so my, my favorite, my favorite thing that Jon Stewart did, I think it was his Mitch McConnell impression when he did like Droopy. Oh, no. <laughs> I had a I had a teacher in ninth grade. He was the algebra teacher who basically like his voice was Droopy the dog. Really? Yeah. He was he was like eight hundred years old. I'm pretty sure he was there when they built the school. <laughs> and he just like, well, I work here because like I can count. Sorry, that's one. You made me so. I... <laughs> I was just thinking, like, he was already there, standing in the empty field, and he wouldn't leave, so they just built a school around him. Yeah, pretty much. And he became the algebra teacher, and he's like, this is the quadratic formula. My favorite thing was, if he ever yelled at a student, he wouldn't look at them. His eyes would look up to the ceiling, and his face would be facing the student, 
but his eyes would be looking at the ceiling. Interesting. So it occurs to me, like, as I say that, I wonder if he was like some sort of like, uh, like Asperger's or something like that, where he just had, you know, relational issues. Yeah. And that made him just very uncomfortable. So he looked up and. Maybe. maybe. I, I oh. worry about myself sometimes. Like, do I make eye contact at the right times? Do I like look off in the distance when I'm talking to somebody or do I look them in the eye? Because I don't know. Because when I'm talking to somebody, I'm pretty much in like, it sounds dumb. I'm in the zone. I'm not paying attention to what I'm doing with my body. I'm just paying attention to the words that are coming out of my mouth and making sure they're correct. I worry that I like, am I looking too much? Do I make too much eye contact? Is this like, am I gowroning it with my eye contact? <laughs> right, like, right. Glory to you and your house. You've seen the Gowron real estate, right? I have. I love that so much. Yeah. There's there's another one. Uh, it, it's a, a billboard and it says he is risen and then like Gowron is behind it, but it's just his eyes. Like Gowron's like behind a building. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it's so good. It's very good. Uh, I, I tweeted a uh, bit of uh, Klingon wisdom on my first day of school oh yeah yes today's a good day to die in in klingon as well <laughs> oh, nice uh, i looked it up and did the thing and there it was mm, that's yeah. the, that's the school policy now today is a good day to die that's good it is so that we can give children a mediocre education <laughs> wow they're only here what two days a week it's not great i'm putting my life on the line for two days a week so so my kid you know, my kid's going remote. And th- this week... So it's mine. Yeah. Yeah. Because we care about our children. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, not everyone has parents like that. It's sad because it's not the kid's fault. Uh, well, so have there's some of these kids? Yeah. So uh, a couple stories that are regarding this that I should have said. Before. This is what I was going to talk about before on the How Was Your Week. So my kid is... Um, so if you think about like all the all the time that you spend in school not not actually doing any learning. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a lot of time that you're lining up and you're going from one place to another and you're sitting down or you're getting into groups or blah 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 whatever. For some students it's from like 8 a.m. until like 3 p.m. You're right, exactly. You're not doing any learning. <laughs> so a a day's worth of schoolwork um my child is getting done um, before noon every day mm-hmm. between like nine and noon. And even then that's like with a lot of breaks and stuff. Mm-hmm. So maybe she's getting a, maybe she's getting a better education now, mm-hmm. but maybe not, uh, in her, like a social way. She's, she's not, not getting a better experience, but she's getting a better education because the efficiency is much higher. Right. Exactly. Like, like I know, when I've got six kids in my classroom, I am definitely much more effective and I feel like a much better teacher because you know what I haven't done yet in almost two weeks? What? I haven't corrected anyone's behavior. Oh. I haven't had to stop to tell someone to stop breaking the rules or stop interrupting. Like there's been zero time at all where that has been an issue. There's and so we are using 100% of our time instead of, if we're lucky, 50%. 
Wow. And and then again, also, like you were saying, there's no lining up time because there's only six of them. There's no waiting for everyone to pay attention. Yeah. Like Right, yeah. yeah the elimination <laughs> of so many inefficiencies because it is a smaller situation. Like, you know, I joke that they're getting a mediocre education. But, like, in fact, I feel like the situation is, like, much more effective and much better having it the way we're doing it. Right. Well, and like even, like, passing out papers and collecting papers and yeah. stuff. and uh. Oh, I mean, the the fact that I now... I've been pushing so much since my very first day to make as many things electronic as possible. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, I've, and I have met so much resistance. Like, my boss is all about it. She's like, yeah, 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 that's great. And, like, one of the things that we had to do was a weekly newsletter that we printed out and that we handed out and that they always ended up in the trash. And every day I had to print out – or every week I had to print out, like, 10 extra copies to put in a folder at the front of the school in case a parent wanted it. And then every week I'd take the literal exact 10 copies out. Actually, I didn't do 10. I did 7 so that it was a weird number because, like, if it's 10 – Oh, well, maybe someone put one in or you know, who right, knows. Right. Uh, but like seven's a weird number. No one would. Anyway. And I said, you know, we should be doing this online and emailing it out because one, we could get some metrics on who's opening it, how many people are clicking on it. Like we get all this data yeah. to tell us if this is effective. Whereas when we send something home, we know it's not getting anywhere. Right, right. Uh, and like there was so much, nah, it's too much work. I don't know how to do it. Blah. And then COVID hits. And guess what we have now? <laughs> Yeah, we've got websites, which I was pushing for. We've got electronic newsletters, which I was pushing for. We've got people all using Google Classroom. We've got people pushing things through that instead of handing out things and printing all sorts of nonsense. Oh, my gosh. It's like my dream. Matt, I don't know what a, a school's paper and copier budget is, but <laughs> holy cow, you're saving a lot of money. Oh, so much money. Like, because they always like talk about how uh, they would always talk about we we're only allowed a certain amount of copies or something, mm -hmm. you know. Well, you know, I was gonna say yeah. you remember that, but like you're living it. <laughs> so at my school, we they never set a cap on copies, um, but other schools I've been at, like they track it a right. lot. Right. But like, I mean, just from the newsletter itself, we're talking like nine hundred to a thousand sheets of paper per week that we are no longer printing. Like, so, and then, and then add that up over the 36 weeks of school, or actually I think it's closer to like 38 or 39 weeks of school. Yeah. Like 39,000 sheets of paper we are saving. They've been trying to go paperless That's, at work for a long time too. It just, it just makes sense. Yeah, it just makes it's, sense. It's so much easier. And, but yeah, no, like you're, like you're saying, like it, it's eliminating a lot of the downtime so that we're more efficiently teaching. So yeah, I, I joke and I, you know, at cranky about it, but you know, I, I'm just, I'm cranky at being put in a situation that I don't feel comfortable with, but right. the fact that there's only six people and I'm able to do online content and the understanding is you need to do this at home. Uh, it's different now. Whereas when it's homework, like, Oh, it's too much homework. You should be learning in school. Well, now they're not here in school. So now they have to do homework. So now I can push a lot more at them. Because, you know, I'm not going to get any pushback. Right, right. You were talking about the uh, uh, not having to, like, correct behavior. Mm -hmm. My kid's teacher. So she, she's doing small groups right now, and there are two other kids mm -hmm. uh, on her, like, small group call that she has once a day. And I don't want to say this kid's real name, so I'll just call him Jason. Okay. <laughs> so 
pretty much like I don't want to say the whole call, but I'm 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 in the room, so I'm listening, and the teacher's like, Jason, put that down. Jason, now's the time for learning, not for playing. Jason, Jason, mm-hmm. now's not the time for funny faces. Show me you're ready. Jason, show me you're ready. Jason, Jason's now's <laughs> now's not the time for rolling around on the floor. Now is the time for standing. Jason, if you need to if you need to stand, go ahead and stand. This kid, man, uh-huh. he was not built for online learning. <laughs> and, and I definitely know that that's probably... Two. Uh, and I know, like, with younger kids, that's definitely something to oh, deal yeah, with. Yeah, I, I'm dealing with older kids who can get their shit together, so that's less of a concern for me. Like, there's a few things that I saw on my most recent Google Meet where I could have been like, you know, you look like you're falling asleep, I need you to sit up, and, like, whatever. Um, but it's, it's much lower. Like, right. Like they, they've all been actually really good about, they come in, they are on mute unless they're talking. Like there's no trouble with that even. So they're doing great. I'm right. very happy. Yeah. And, Jason, don't put uh, that in your mouth, Jason. <laughs> this, is, this fucking kid, man. And it's, uh, I think his, it, I don't think it's his parents there. I think it's his grandma, it's grandma's mm. house that he's staying with. And he, she obviously doesn't do anything. Anyway. It's hard to deal with. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to listen and then talk about it and be like, oh man. Yeah. And then you have to listen to the teacher having a cow. Like I know, uh, I'm at school, so I'm not witnessing my daughter's work, but, uh, my, my wife is. And so she's. She's like, there's some kids in that class that like, oh, boy. But her teacher was about to have a cow as well. She was just like, nah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of cows, what what a great unplanned transition we just did. Oh, that I ran over and then had to like reiterate. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so ranchers in Washington, the state of Washington. You, you know, when I first wrote that, I said farmers. And I was like, you don't farm cows. You ranch cows. You ranch cows. But. You could call cow. You get a great big vat and you dip them in. Ooh. Like some cheese fries from, uh, from Outback. Oh, some good oh. ranch, too. Mm. Mm. I, I So that was the last restaurant I was in. Oh, that's a real shame, dude. That's what we said. We said if we had known this was the last time we were going out for, you know, <laughs> possibly a year or two. Right. We probably would have picked somewhere else. So we were going to a concert the Tuesday before everything locked down. Okay, yeah. Uh, at the Detroit Symphony. And so my wife and I, we ran up and got some, I mean, cheese fries are good. So I'm not sad about that part. Right. And the Bloomin' Onion's very good, too. Uh, there. And the I, don't like the, I don't like the fried onion kind of things. It gets slimy. and Oh, love it. So you don't like onion rings either? No, hate We onion. talked about this before. Because I, I, I remember specifically because we talked about how sometimes they like form the onion rings with minced onions and those are better. Interesting. I don't recall that, but yeah. I'll take your word on it. Do you think I, they could make – what if they took like beef and formed it into like a ring and then battered and deep fried it? A beef donut. That sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> with like ketchup on top instead of uh, – I think I think we just invented meatloaf. Uh, I feel like – it's not, it's kind of like beef Wellington, but it's poor quality. So I guess it'd be beef Porrington. Yeah, there it is. There it is. So we got three words into this first story. <laughs> and then got up 
Okay, ranchers, not farmers, ranchers in Washington State need help feeding and caring for 8,000 cattle and hundreds of horses and other animals who survived the wildfires. Um, and The wildfires are only 50% contained as of whenever you wrote this. Have they uh, considered feeding the cattle hamburgers? Mm, interesting. You yeah. Just go down to the local McDonald's, temp, you know, dollar menu it. Yeah. I need 8,000. No, no, we should get them McChickens. 8,000 McChickens. 8,000 McChickens. <laughs> extra, extra McChicken sauce. So I don't know if, they, if these ranchers know this, but we eat cows. Mm. And th- maybe the, cow, the cattle that are not maybe being burned alive down south or something or like in the Midwest – they can I mean, just save those for a while and just, you know, murder these other cattle. But so maybe they're not is, beef cows. I don't this know. This is just a fucking American problem. We always overcook our meat. Many of the ranchers had to just turn animals out. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Turn them out. Get on out of here, cow. Get on out of here. Yeah, it's like in uh, The Wizard of Oz when the when the twister's coming, they just open the gate and they like slap the horse on the ass and go run. Oh yeah, save your save yourself essentially. Yeah. Oh, Good I luck. get it. Okay, not, so we're not putting you down in the uh, fire safe. <laughs> there was no time to gather up and move them to safety, so they just literally just let them out, let them go. Save so, yourself. I imagine they survive because there aren't a ton of trees around. When you got cattle, I mean, right? Yeah, you'd think in a ranching situation, it'd just be like tall grasses. Yeah, of course grass burns. But then if the right. cows are eating the grass, then there wouldn't be as much grass. Well, here's the problem, too. Uh, with all burned grass, there's no grass for the cows to eat. Oh, right, right, right. That's why they need the help. Okay. Some of the cows have burn injuries, um, which I just call pre-cooking them. And veterinarians from across the state have answered that need. It's extra rare. Still Uh, mowing, literally. uh, Valerie Odai, the disaster relief coordinator for the nonprofit Emergency Equipment Solutions, uh, decided to post some pictures on Facebook to raise awareness. Oh, good. So I, I don't want any animal to suffer. No, definitely not. But we're still killing these animals for meat, I assume. Probably what other uses? At some are... point, but not by fire. <laughs> no, of course not. So, what other uses are there for cattle? Uh, milk and beef, right? Like, what else? What else could they do? Uh... Husbandry. There we go. Rug rugs. You know the cowskin rugs. Yeah, from IKEA. Those, those cowskin rugs. Goes, Le- leather, goes I suppose. With, uh, goes great with shiplap. It does. I've seen that on uh, Chip and Joanna. Yeah. They love that shit. Yeah. Can you do the quote? Because I don't think I can do my voice. I figured it if I sent out something that was impactful and would resonate with people, then maybe it would make people look up and start to realize there is a major problem over there. Odai said. They need hay and other feed for the rescue animals. They say their Okanagan site only has enough to feed for two more days, uh, while just a few days' supplies remain in three other sites. That's real sad. Hey, um, what does a gay horse eat? Uh, hey! No, horse cock. 
Uh, oh yeah, I got gotcha. you. I feel like it, they don't eat it because they're just tasting it. Oh well, then horse come. Okay, it's well okay. that might be. Accurate. I'm open to suggestions. Well, if you'd like to help, they have information on their Facebook page at Emergency Equipment Solutions on Facebook. And if you'd like to see other other cattle suffer, uh... <laughs> then buy a steak and cook it well done. Oh, I was gonna go. I was gonna say. Oh man, I was gonna say just go to Walmart on a Sunday after church. <laughs> Okay, uh, right. I believe that's sheep, not a cattle. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Did you, see, <laughs> did you see that video of those people going through Target and like uh, going like and yelling at people to take, take their off mask your off, mask or whatever? Take that shit to Walmart. We're trying to run a society here. Yeah, this is a Target, it's not a fucking <laughs> app. <Apple. laughs> no, it's. I just can't even deal with it anymore. Yeah. I, I literally feel like I, I should leave the country because nothing is going to ever get better. Bro. Even if we get rid of Trump, it's never going to get better when we have half the population thinking that masks will make it worse or that they don't do anything and science is bad. And like, it's no longer a point where anyone can reason with these people who are so detached from reality. It it's it's getting to the, it's getting to the point where it seems like uh man, either I got to go or something's got to happen and I, it sucks because uh man, there's a, just a lot of So here's the problem. Yeah. Like the something's got to happen. Uh, if we look at the some of the major impasses in American history, say ooh, I don't know, slavery uh, the thing that had to happen was a fucking civil war where half the country was no longer in Congress and we can actually pass things. Right. And I, so I, I didn't want to say like revolution because I have heard people be like back in like 90s, 2000, whatever, like we just need a revolution in this country. Like, well, we need something, not a revolution necessarily, but I, I don't know. So Denmark. I almost, I almost uh, wanted to do this story for the pod, but I, I decided not to. But Denmark um, is going to make fossil fuel cars more expensive, and um, they are going to subsidize uh, ele- electric vehicles, yeah, and and uh, make them affordable for like low income people. Like that's what that's what governments should be doing. Like moving us mm-hmm. toward the future, not not fucking bringing us back. But the problem is that, uh, like I said, like half the population thinks that climate change is a hoax. Right. And it think won't. that that Antifa was in California lighting all these fires. Right. And right. the president of the United States thinks that we should, you know, sweep the, the floors of forests in a state the size of, like, Iran. Right. Like, OK, cool. Let's do that because that's what the problem is. Right. <sighs> so on purpose this week. Because I, I do the um, – most of the stories I would say I send to you and we do them. You do a few as well. But um, I, I did a lot of like science like really in-depth science stories this week because um, I wanted to talk about science and not other bullshit. Yay, For science. Once. Hooray. I love science. Science is great. And you know what's so great about science is it's not always right, but it usually is. I think what's great about science is that it doesn't have to always be right because it's a process. 
Yeah. And when it's wrong, it says, cool, we'll redo it. Right. My bad. Let's do some more research. Yeah. Let's, it's basically let's like, about try it. again. That's what science is. Try again. Yeah. And I love it. And when, when people are like, I'm sorry, I'm going back a little bit. People are like, well, it won't work. Universal health care, blah, blah, blah. It costs too much. Yes, it does. And it will because there are other countries that are doing it. Well, if it's so, that's so great. Why don't you move to those other countries? Yes, I want to. That's the thing. Like, I like my country. Yeah, I don't. I don't anymore. want to live in another country. Yeah. But I don't feel great anymore. Right. It's not going great places. Right. Well, enjoy that's, all those high taxes. Like, yeah. Yes, I will enjoy those high taxes. You know why? Because I'll have fucking health care. Like, right, right. You know, you know. I don't want to be in a school right now because I don't feel it's safe. But you know what? One of the number one reasons why I am because my health care is tied to my job. Which is such bullshit. Like if that were not the case, then that would completely change the dynamic. Right. Where I could consider it and we could talk about things and maybe do something and like take a, like a leave of absence or something and be like, you know, I don't feel good about what we're doing right now, but you know, maybe in the future I will. Uh, but because you're, you're tied to your job, the, like one of the most important things that you have, your health, uh, and your health care, that it makes no sense. And I've never understood the, like the business side of things pushing so hard against healthcare, like universal healthcare, because surely it will save them money not to have to cover their employees. Right. And not to have to constantly be dealing with that and, like, take it off your plate. Sure, there might be another tax, but you know these big companies know how to get around taxes. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like, they should be pushing for this big time because then they no longer need to worry about that. entire. And then they could get rid of their entire health department. Well, yeah, and then— Like, their benefits department, got, you just got rid of, like, a bunch of expenses— yeah, and just fired a bunch of employees. But that's that's not, not the point. That's, the point I is mean, yeah. that imagine how like uh, empowered the that makes uh, the workforce if they could just leave the job because their 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 company's doing a shitty thing, then the companies will stop doing shitty things as well, much. Just imagine the number of like entrepreneurs. You know, Republicans love to throw that word around. Businesses, right. small yeah. business owners, not having to worry about that kind of thing. And actually being able to get talent who, like, if you're a small business who can't really afford to offer health care, like, no one who needs health care is going to consider your employment. Right. Like, I'm not going somewhere that doesn't offer health care because I need it. Do you think but we're, then it, do you think we're, we're preaching to the choir here with our listeners? I mean, we're just talking to each other. So, oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, you're right. We're, we're bitching to each other. Bitching, um, yeah. Woo. But not the good bitching way. Like, bad bitching. Yeah. One time like, I was uh, complaining at work. Focus. I was complaining at work, and this this woman named Tyrita said, "Jeff, you bitch more than a bitch. Shut the fuck up." <laughs> and that's how I knew I complained too much. So I stopped complaining as much. It was it was a real eye opening experience for me. Interesting. I, yeah. I go the opposite. Like you never hear me complain. So that when I do. You will listen. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. Uh, well, I, eye-opening experience uh, lets light into your eyes, and light is made of um, um, photons, but we're not talking about photons. 
talking about protons, just one yeah. letter different. All the photons are in a torpedo. Haha. <laughs> a team of theoretical physicists. I feel like we should have um, Ryan on for this. Yeah. A team of theoretical physicists from the wait, University wait, wait. of... Do they study theoretical physics, or are they theoretically physicists? <laughs> like, they didn't quite get their uh, PhD there. That's, that's a good idea. Yeah, they have, like, one credit to go. Are you a physicist? Yeah, theoretically. <laughs> From the University of Exeter, they have pioneered a technique that creates uh, tunable artificial magnetic fields, causing photons to mimic... I did, yeah, it is photons. Causing photons to mimic the dynamics of charged particles in real magnetic fields. Ooh. So scientists manipulated light using a synthetic Lorentz force, uh, which is na- uh, which in nature is responsible for phenomena such as the aurora borealis. Oh, beautiful. So the aurora borealis um, is, is what? It's caused by something from the sun? I think it's like, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's, um, is it photons? It, it, mm, it's solar radiation or something hitting the magnetic field. Right, right. And that's what causes it. I'm hoping so. I'm going up. Uh, I'm, I'm sure this is going to be a correction. I'm sure. I'm 100% sure, yeah. I'm going up um, up north. Oh, oh, so oh, so I did I talk about the starry photos that I took on the last no, week? No, you, no, you didn't mention it at all. I've, I've had a busy week. So uh, I went up to the Thumb of Michigan on last Friday. And uh, got some starry night photos. They're on my Instagram. And uh, it was really cool. So I, I looked at this dark sky map. And um, I looked at, like, the darkest place I could get to within, like, a few hours. And right at the tip of the thumb up there, because it's on Lake Huron, it's very, um, very dark. And there was, like, a, I'll, I'll stay there. There's a campground there. Um, and it was very, very dark. You could see the Milky Way with your with the naked eye. Um which is nice and also inappropriate for those eyes to be naked in front of people. Put some clothes on. Yeah. At least wear a mask. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I don't want to see your iris. Put that away. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, next month, um, my dad and my daughter, were for her birthday, we're going up to um, Carp Lake, Michigan, which is like up sort of toward the tip of the middle finger, up by mm, the... Just- just the tip? Just the tip. Up by the uh, the bridge. The bridge. And that should be cool, too, because hopefully we'll see some shooting stars and hopefully... I, I think there's a dark sky park right over there. There Are is. Are you going to that? The headlands. Okay. We might go to that dark sky park, yeah. But where we're cool. staying is like in, it's like in a cabin. It's just as dark as a dark sky park, so nice, nice. why get around a bunch of people? That's true, yeah, if it's just as dark where you're at. Right. Unless like your neighbor has like you know a security light or something. Oh, fuck them. Um, you're right. You never know. It you just never know. Well, but anyway, I hope I, I hope I see some uh, northern lights. That would be fantastic. That'd be cool. Uh, well, when charged particles like electrons pass through a magnetic field, they curve their trajectories around the field due to this force. Okay. Okay. However, photons do not carry an electric charge and cannot be straightforwardly controlled using real magnetic fields since they do not experience a Lorentz force. Yeah. So the researchers, uh, the research showed it is possible to create artificial magnetic fields for light by distorting honeycomb metasurfaces, which are ultra-thin 2D surfaces engineered to have structures on a scale much smaller than the wavelength of light. Wow, this is way above my understanding. I know. I said those words. <laughs> you did. 
So this this is this is fantastic. So they're they're making like artificial magnetic, magnetic fields. fields that are not that magnetic could... fields. How did, how would how would someone even think to do this? I love science. <laughs> Cuz scientists are just asking questions like how can I do this thing? Science. Can rules. we do this thing? This could be cool. Let's try it. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Eros Mariani, uh, the lead supervisor of the study, said, We're excited to see where this discovery leads, as it poses many intriguing questions, which can be explored in many different experimental platforms across the electromagnetic spectrum. And stuff like this is cool, too, because um, a lot like Viagra, which um, didn't start out as a, a boner pill, I don't think. I think that's the one that started out as like a... A blood pressure pill, and they found out it had the boner side effects. <laughs> you know, like it increases oh. blood pressure somewhere else. Right, exactly. And the blood is still there, but it, mm. so stuff like this. I, I wonder how many other um, use like um, uh, applications for this this synthetic Lawrence force would be. Yeah, because it um, seems like the what they've got right now is like, well, we don't know what this could be used for, but it's pretty cool. Right, right. So. And I'm sure there are other science, there are scientists out there that are like, oh, a synthetic Lawrence force? No way. I've been, I've been thinking about that, and maybe if it's true, I was thinking maybe we could do this, blah, blah, blah. It could have, it could have uh, this could be the beginning of food replicators, or it could be... Anti-grav um, or something. Anti-grav, right? yeah, exactly. Or Magnetic it, shielding. Magnetic shielding. It could be the beginning of a new TV that they could market to us, since you're fucking with light or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or holographic stuff. Oh, yeah. You said it. There you, you go. You said it. Oh, yeah. We're just idiots. Like, uh, you know, if we had Ryan on, he'd be like, no, you're all wrong. <laughs> all right. No. Well, he'd like, be like, no, well, actually, not... uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, we'd be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. We're just dummies that like to talk about things that we saw on Star Trek. <laughs> exactly. Well, the stuff that's on Star Trek was inspired by real life stuff. And so maybe this will make it into Star Trek. But real life stuff was also inspired by Star Trek. Like they're like, oh, I want something like that. But right. I read this whole book, like the the tech of Star Trek, where like these people who liked Star Trek invented the things they saw. Yeah, like the cell phone. Like, yeah, like the flip cell phone. Yeah, basically so cool. the Captain Kirk. Right, I love it. Bones. Uh, yes, Jim. <laughs> Damn it, Jim! I'm a doctor, not a. Theoretical I physicist. Was, <laughs> I, I was gonna say, uh, what, what are those people who? Four. Uh, uh, you always see them in the room with the plugs, and they plug the different plugs in for the phone. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, is, is that the operator? Uh, that's the operator, switchboard operator. Switchboard. So apparently, my grandma and my great grandma worked as switchboard operators when she was like, you know, sixteen or seventeen or eighteen or something like oh, that. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Apparently, you could listen in. Oh, oh, that's that's <laughs> awesome. Especially in a small town, get all the gossip. Yeah, they still do that. They just call it the NSA now. <laughs> she could she could have gotten a job. And now for our segment, where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the Hour Advice. So we're talking about, uh, you know... Beef, science, and cattle, and stuff science. earlier. Science. Well, the last story was science. Yeah, the one that was beef. Right. The science of farming. 
Does it, farming is a science. It, it is a very scientific process because it's. I mean, it's biology and uh, you know agriculture, animal, et animal husbandry. Animal husbandry, yeah, it's always good. Um, a little different than animal wifery, though. Well, the best family for a cow is a two-cow household. <laughs> do you, you, you need you need a papa and a mumma. Do you remember that two cows website? The the in the the Flash Player days. I have no idea what that is. Uh, I think they had the um, that squirrel. There was like oh wee oh my god wee yeah yeah. I okay. didn't know that was like I didn't know that was what it was called yeah. Okay, so here, here I we feel go. like that's going to be a correction next week too. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Because I'm pretty sure Becky knows that one. Yeah, pretty well. So, and there's another one, Coco the Talking Monkey. There's a few because there was also one that was like School Bus. Oh yeah, Apple Nipple Hungry. Those, that was the same company that rem, that made that uh, Equis No Subs. Oh, I don't subs remember this one. Dollar off. And, and the whole ending was, you could eat raw subs, but eating raw subs is barbaric. We are not the Huns. Jeez. <laughs> oh man don't you wish don't you wish those neurons could be used with some for something else <laughs> i was just thinking like i remember that fucking shit but right, like right. you know someone tells me that you need to do something and i walk out the door and i forgot it already right. i'm like wait my fucking my fucking mouse that i've left at home every single day since last tuesday yeah and so i'm using this like shitty old mouse at work oh can't remember that, but you know I can remember the fucking Quiznos commercial from two thousand and two. Yeah, yeah. Don't call him shitty though. He's he's doing his best. Ah. So Jason, yes. Should we irrigate water from the Congo to grow food in the Shara? There are there are a lot of space for farming. Uh, there a lot of space there in Shara. No, so no, I don't think that's what you should do. No, uh, okay. Jeff. Do you think farming and agricultural techniques and how to maintain a garden and crops should be taught in schools? So, serious answer, I do think that should be taught in schools. And um, I don't think it's going to be taught in schools. uh, Because as much as the Republicans fucking want to jack off farmers every time they they want to get elected, they don't give a shit about farmers. Jason, Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to say I'm going to go against you on this one and say no, because most people don't live in a place where farming could happen. Oh, I got to disagree with you there, buddy. You could farm anywhere you want. Really? In a high-rise apartment in New York City? Yep. Nope. Get some potted plants, bro. That's farming. Yeah, that's not farming. That is farming. That's pottery. That's (laughs) indoor plants. That's not a garden. You're not tilling up your friggin', you know, Ikea vase. You just dump it out. and You're not going to grow a line of corn in a bunch of pots. Yeah, you can do that. People do that. Oh, There's you, urban farming. You it's real. You cannot do that in your house. Do you know how many pieces of corn you or stalks of corn you need for like cross-pollination and shit? I get it. I get it. There are communities. Speaking of corn, Jeff, what's the difference between sweet corn and corn? Well, I don't know the answer to this question, but I do know that my... my uh, my daughter's grandparents. Uh, so when when they get corn and eat it. So, okay, first of all, when I get corn and I eat it, I say, I liked this corn or I didn't like this corn. And then that's it. It was good or it wasn't good. And I move on. They will take a bite of sweet corn or corn and they'll say, oh, this should have stayed on the stalk a little longer. Or, oh, this one didn't get enough sunlight. Or 
Oh. They're experienced farmers. They're, yeah. They're, oh, this one uh, was not uh, in the ground long enough, or this was planted a little too late. Like they know, like exactly what is wrong with the corn, and they they I wouldn't say they complain about it, but they're like rating their corn on like multiple mm-hmm. vector scales. It's like a four dimensional. Like, is this? Do I like this? Is it crunchy enough? And then there's the cooking techniques. Oh, don't even get me started about the cooking techniques. It was insane I, how much these people knew and still know about corn and eating it. I mean, they gave me some good recommendations on my garden. So yeah, sure, I of course. That. Uh, I don't talk much about corn unless it's bad. Right. Like, oh, this is not good corn. But that's as much as I know. I know um, it's bad. I don't know why. I, here's something weird. I don't like to eat corn in front of people, like on the cob. It's a bit messy. It's a little, pretty messy. Uh, it's I embarrassing. Mean, you're usually all about the cob. That's true. I was at a, a farm stand once, and the farmer came out, and he's like, we got some good sweet corn here. I'm like, oh, yeah, it looks good. And he goes, it's so good. You can eat it raw. Eat it raw. And he, like, sucked a piece of corn and just fucking ate it right there without <laughs> cooking it. It was yeah, incredible. A little, bit, a little bit weird. That's a little strange. Jason, mm-hmm. what's an apple? That's a type of computer. Jeff, which equipment is best for farming? Got to get yourself a few shovels. Got to get yourself a few hoes. Got to get yourself a combine. There's this guy at work. And maybe an apple to keep track of all your, uh, you know, expenses. Yeah, exactly. There's this guy at work that um, he, he, he lives in a van, and it's fine. Uh, but that's like his, his thing. He talks about it all the time or whatever. So uh, somebody mentioned a combine in a meeting. And mm-hmm. this guy goes, what's a combine? And somebody said, oh, it's like a piece, it's a big piece of farming equipment. And I wanted to say in the meeting, I didn't, I wanted to say, no, you can't live in one. But he fucking disappeared for the rest of the meeting. I think, I think he was researching combines and how to live in them. <laughs> uh, Is it my turn to ask? I always forget. Uh, Jeff, why do why don't farmers donate the crops they destroy and animals in this coronavirus crisis? Um, I, ooh, I wouldn't say they're greedy, but they need to make money. And if they start giving shit away for free, then that devalues their product. It's mm-hmm. just like why you know Apple doesn't give away computers during the coronavirus crisis. Hey, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> Is the word "hog" a jargon in agriculture? Uh. Is the word jargon a jargon in agriculture? Probably. Jeff, who harvests for a farmer? Uh, I think the farmer does? No, it's Mexicans. Ooh, that's true. Jason, is agriculture Mm -hmm. really a science? Uh, Definitely. (laughs) Okay. Jeff, is it possible to shoot an ant? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, my uncle did it. Five. Is it possible to shoot an ant? Yeah. Why wouldn't it be? (laughs) This is the dumbest question I've ever heard. That is the dumbest question I've ever heard. That's it. To clarify, my uncle never shot my aunt. Oh, that's good. That I'm aware of. I have many uncles, so who knows? Okay. Hey, Jason. Yeah? Help me solve this equation. No. X squared equals... uh, Parentheses x plus three and parentheses divided by two. Uh, negative x equals three. I don't know. 
Jeff, I, are I dairy probably, cows? Could, no, listen, seriously. Could you could you eventually solve that? Do you think? All right. So you've got. I didn't ask you to X, do it. I'm just asking. X do you think you second, could? So you'd first like divide by two, right, on each side, or no, multiply by two, wouldn't you? Because you're already dividing by two, so to get rid of that divide by two, you'd have to multiply by two. Yeah. So that'd be two x squared. It'd be the square root. Then you'd minus three, and then. Wouldn't know, you square root them both? So square wouldn't x equal them? the square root of x plus three divided by two? Although you have to get rid of that second x. Yeah. So it'd be. So it'd be x to the second equals three. X plus three over two, then, and then you could. Multiply both sides by two. Two, yeah. Okay, anyway. Jason, are dairy cows fed before or after they're milked? I just asked you that. Oh, shit. Uh, I think Because you it, asked me the, the equation. They one. do it during. <laughs> Keep some, you know. Yeah, whatever. they like to multitask, you know. Jeff, what's the difference between a tomato and a potato? Uh, yeah. <laughs> You say tomato, I say potato. Um, and that's, I, are we good? Let's call the whole thing off. So I just tried to, we paused for a second and I tried to go to the bathroom. I did go to the bathroom, but I tried to stand up. Oh my God, I am so fucking sore already. Whew. It's really bad. Tomorrow's going to be rough. Tomorrow's going to be rough. Gonna get some, uh... But I guess, you know, you work from home, so... Yeah, right, yeah. But you should work do... with space. There'd be no pressure anywhere on your joints and stuff. Ooh, that would be nice. I'm just getting a little ibuprofen here. I'm going to take ibuprofen with my beer because that's how we do things. <laughs> so this, um, my max heart rate, I wear uh, this hockey tracker app on my watch, my Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Not a sponsor. And uh, I, my max heart rate was 196 beats per minute. Ooh, that's and, getting up there. Yeah, and I burned 681 calories. I feel like it's like some sort of weird calculation, like your max heart rate before your heart explodes is like 220 minus your age or something ridiculous like oh, that. Oh, jeez, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you get an alert on your watch if your heart rate exceeds 200. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, something's incredibly wrong here. I should get that for my cat. We were playing with the uh, feather toy, and he was, like, panting. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. This was going for it. An Apple one. Oh, like they have a wearable for pets. Actually, not <laughs> no, a terrible God. idea. You know who would buy that? Rich people. We should <laughs> right. do it. Fuck we should rich. totally do it, yeah. Take the, take their money. Yeah, we'll all right. It was like modern-day Robin Hoods. I'll bet that would actually uh, work on Ant. Like, if you just, just the Apple Watch, if you just shave their neck, right, where the watch goes, <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> the Apple Watch pet. Oh, that's that's going to be the thing. I'm taking this ibuprofen now. Excuse me. Mm. Mm. Yeah. All right. What's happening on the on the podcast? I forgot we were doing one for a second. We're we're going to space. Yes. Oh, you did try to go there, and I railroaded over it. <laughs> Americans oh. go to Mars. Russians go to Venus. Oh. Russia has announced an intention to independently explore Venus. Mm. The head of the Russia, uh, the head of Russia's space corporation, Roscosmos, Dmitry Rogozin 
told reporters that they would initiate a national project as we believe that Venus is a Russian planet. That's nice. So this this is uh, uh, and I don't think I was quickly skimming. I don't think this is in uh, this story, but this is after just a couple days ago they just um, saw a phosphine signal in Venus's clouds, which mm. means there almost has to be life on Venus because that's weird. There's no um, there's no way to make phosphine signals. I think um, uh, without life. Or that we know of. That we know of, right, right. So this is another scientific discovery, probably. Well, you know, there's like weird methane on Mars, so. Weird methane, yes. Not, not like regular methane. Maybe. Uh, maybe humans came from Venus. We fucked up that planet, and so we came to Earth. I am. I but am, Mars is already fucked up, so this is our last stop. Totally subscribe to that theory. <laughs> But I, I mean, I know this that... is the way it is due to uh, a. So it says the Roscosmos said that they would study the soil and atmosphere of the planet as well as the evolutionary process of Venus. Sorry, the evolutionary process of Venus, which allegedly suffered a climactic catastrophe associated with the greenhouse effect. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, I would not doubt that at all. That we like had to come and start a new civilization because we fucked up one planet. And now we're fucking this one up. But but think of the growth that we've made for the economy. I mean, the stock market's doing great. <laughs> so for a few years there, you know, we did really good for some people. Uh, but everyone owns stock, you know. It's just, uh, it's good for everyone. I don't know, man. I just know women are from Venus. And apparently Russians. Uh, mm-hmm. In a statement, Roscosmos noted that the first missions to explore Venus were carried out by the Soviet Union. And the national project would be in addition to the Venera D project, which sounds like boner pills. Or it's no, I don't know about boner, but like it's going to pick or it's going to clean up some uh, boner issues. Oh, yeah. Oh, I get something. Yeah. Got some Venera D. <laughs> that uh, is the project that the Russians are working on with NASA. Well, that's interesting. Wait, is this a Dr. Evil thing? I call it VD. <laughs> what? Why, why are we laughing? <laughs> no? Good. Very nice. <laughs> well, there you go. Apparently, Russia's going to Venus. They're going to go to Venus and find life, and we've been, like, putzing around on Mars for ages and nothing right. there. So... Probably. That'll be fine. I, I would enjoy another space race, though. That would be cool. Let's focus on that. Instead of killing each other, you know? And the space race is all made up. Well, yeah. Russia we, wasn't racing us to anything. Everything's made up. We said it was a space race. It wasn't. Yeah. They're like, it's like when my daughter is walking up the stairs and she's like, race it to my bedroom when I'm putting her to bed. And she's like almost there already. <laughs> right. And I'm right. like, yeah, I'm not racing you. She's like, I won. And I was like, I wasn't racing you. You didn't win. She's You'll the, never win. She's the United States in this situation. <laughs> That's funny. No, it's like, uh, you know, what What even is competition? Games and stuff. Games are made up. You make up a way to compete with someone and you win and you accelerate or whatever because you won in this game that you made up. I don't mean made up in that way. I mean made up in the sense that it's not an actual thing that happened. I, I know, but you know what I'm saying. You don't know what I'm saying. That's why. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, boy. 
German police said that they are losing hope of finding out who left on a train a box of vials with hamster DNA, which caused an alarm in the southwest town of Heidelberg last week. What what kind of town? Heidelberg. You said southwest? Southwest. <laughs> federal police, and these are German no, no, federal no. police. It is federal police. Federal police. La policia. Sent a bomb squad to investigate. Wow. It was a bomb squad. <laughs> After the train. After a train driver found the styrofoam box with three vials of liquid on a local train. See, it was three vials. <laughs> uh, I've, I've called it dropping bombs before, but not, not like that. I had to drop my trace vials off at the, you know, pool. <laughs> well, forensic specialists last, later determined that the liquid contains genetic material from rodents. So uh, this is rat cum, essentially, is what they're saying. Right? <laughs> right? What else could this be but rat cum or hamster cum? Yeah. I mean, well, it, it just said rodents. Well, officers had hoped to crack the case wide open by publicizing the unusual findings. Like, oh, we found these vials of uh, hamster uh, spooge. But despite intense media interest, like what is like every night at on the 6 o'clock news, no one has come forward yet to uh, claim the hamster's baby batter. <laughs> How many hamsters do you have to jack off to get a vial of liquid? Let alone three vials. <laughs> well, it's just hamster bukake. <laughs> that does, Sadly. That does sorry. sound like something Hamtaro would be into. <laughs> I mean, anime can get really weird. Yeah, it sure can. That was like that was like the season five. They never let that come to the U.S. No, that was on Adult Adult Swim, <laughs> Pornhub Swim. Uh, police have unfortunately disposed of the vials as the cold chain had been broken. <laughs> There's Look. so much hamster joy in those <laughs> vials, and they just threw it in the trash. I like to think of them like just like tossing it into a dumpster and like there's this poor little hamster in a window across the street going, no. Well, he's just sad because, you know, he has testicular cancer and now his wife's never going to be able to have kids. Oh, that's really sad. (laughs) I saw this video. I'm bringing it dark. (laughs) I saw this video. You know how like gerbils uh, or hamsters, like when they have babies, they're just like these little pink bean looking things. I, I've heard of such things. I've no, I've never witnessed such things. So there's this video of this hamster. He's got, or she's got all of her babies on the wheel with her. And then she starts running and they just fly <laughs> off. And then she goes and gets them and puts them back on the wheel and starts running again. Like, you're going to run with me. <laughs> it's like interesting parenting style. Okay. This okay. is your fault. I got to lose this baby weight. Uh, it's not exactly helicopter parenting, but it, it still uh, uses centrifugal force. It's trebuchet parenting. <laughs> Heidelberg, uh, this city in Germany, is home to several research centers, including the European Molecular Biology Laboratory um, and maybe, also the uh, bathhouse that is just for hamsters. Maybe this poor like scientist is out there and he's like, honey, have you seen my hamster come? <laughs> I had it in three vials. I don't know where it went. 
Oh shit, I left it on the train. Oh Gosh. no. Oh uh, no, mine has to come. Uh, then he goes into the <laughs> office. Friedrich, how's your day? Oh, I gotta jack off the hamsters again. <laughs> the hamsters are all like, yay! <laughs> with like the little hamster, the little hamtaro thing with like the um, the rosy cheeks and stuff, you know? <laughs> they probably have a thing kind of like with milking cows. Just like a little tiny, <laughs> little hamster fleshlight. <laughs> Can you get the hamster attachment on those? <laughs> Yeah, I, that's that's my flashlight. It's the one that I use. <laughs> Speaking of myself, oh, a town in Quebec named after the deadly substance asbestos, mm. which was for years mined there, has narrowed down uh, to four a list of new names. That was an awkwardly worded sentence. It I should was. let the Guardian know. Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> I think I got through it though. Uh, the Canadians towns, the Canadian towns, four finalists chosen from a list of 1,000 suggestions include Phoenix in the French uh, spelling uh, for the mythical bird reborn from fire, though asbestos exposure is often a concern after major fires. Okay. So also the name Phoenix, maybe is not taken. that. What's that? The name Phoenix, Phoenix is taken. You can't use it. Yeah. Well, they're a whole different country. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like, you know, we've got, you know, I don't know. There's, we've got New York. I guess they could call it New Phoenix. They could. Then they'd be New Phoenicians, the people that live there. <laughs> uh, the Phoenicians are something completely different. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's also uh, Apolloni, I think, or Apollon, maybe, after a species of turtle. turtle there turtle. is. Turtle. <laughs> they could call it McConnellville. They could call it McConnellville. Or just Mitch. Uh, there's Twalaks mm -hmm. uh, or Three Lakes. Incidentally, so we looked up where the city is, and it is near a city, uh, and I don't remember what the word for river is, but it's Three Rivers. Rue. It's like a little bit. Oh, Twalu. I thought Rue was oh, no, uh, Rue Street. Street. Yeah. The so fuck is river? Yeah, we'll I don't know. We can look it up. Uh so they after a neighborhood in the town, or finally, just Jeffrey, which was the uh, name of what was until recently the town's largest asbestos mine. Oh, I'm gonna go work digging down in Jeffrey, going down his mine shaft, if you know what I mean. You better dig deep, buddy. <laughs> uh, the establishment of the mine uh, was funded in 1880 by W. H. Jeffrey, which is yeah. why it's. Jeffrey Mine in the Jeffrey Town, perhaps. That makes perfect sense. Residents right. aged 14 or over are allowed to vote. I, I, I mean, you don't want to have 14 year olds. Oh, it's called Jeffrey. Call it Towny McTownface. Yeah. Uh, Mayor Frenchie McFrencherson. Uh, <laughs> who goes? Who plays? Hugh I'll bet it's just Hugh. Yeah, it's probably Hughes. Uh, Hughes Grimard said last year the name deterred civil investors over the years. Well, yeah, we're going to asbestos. <laughs> really? Our, <laughs> we're going to put our headquarters in asbestos. Yeah. Uh, are we also going to go to to Lead, Ontario? 
<laughs> or how about coronavirus Michigan? Well, we used to have a lead uh, Michigan, but we just changed the name to Flint. Ooh, bazinga. Mm. Uh, the decision to change the name was dividing the town of 7,000 7, as some of the residents felt attached to the industry that once provided livelihoods. They should just change the name to lung cancer. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Cancer, Massachusetts. <laughs> uh, I have a small message for my friends in Espestos. Uh, any name, but absolutely not Jeffrey. That's what I said to my mom the day I was born. Well, one person on Facebook wrote that uh, when they uh, on Facebook, they announced the finalists in a Facebook post. So that was his response. Another pointed out that Jeffrey, being the owner of the asbestos mine, meant the town would not be leaving behind its associations with asbestos. And besides, they wrote, it was an English name and the town is mostly French speaking. It is how you say stupid English. Pretty much the hell's happening. Why is there water running? Oh, it's raining outside. Oh. Oh, it's raining That outside. explains the background noise I was hearing. I was like, why is there like a noise? Well, it's raining. They could it's use good. that in California. They could. But yeah, let's keep it over here in the Great Lakes where there's plenty They're of fresh great. water. They're okay. <laughs> so, Jason. Yes. What did we learn today and on our pretty long episode? Oh, is it long? Yeah. Eh, it's not too bad. Uh, we learned that uh, some cows need some hay. Yep. And we, we learned that horses uh, eat hay cum. I mean. What? I don't <laughs> think we learned that. <laughs> we uh, also learned that photons can be tricked. Um, uh, much, much like the elderly out of their money. <laughs> look. Look, photons. Yeah, just click here. and uh, I, uh, I got three million dollars but i need a bank account to put it in if you let me use yours uh, we'll, i'll give you a million of it as long as robert wagner is presenting it they'll do anything photons i mean uh we learned that russians have uh claimed an inhospitable land to go with their current inhospitable land uh in venus <laughs> it's very hot that's what they're doing it's very hot in venus and it's very cold in russia so they're just trying to even things out we get that we collect both is like pokemon uh, we, we also learned don't leave your hamstridges on a train. <laughs> and we learned that maybe uh, there'll be a Jeffrey Canada soon. That sounds like a Canadian superhero. I'm Jeffrey Canada. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> he wears, he's like a Mountie. It's their version of Captain America, Jeffrey Canada. <laughs> and, and sour. Go ahead. <laughs> he breaks through a door. He's like, sorry. <laughs> No, this hour's been an hour and 14 minutes. Okay, we talked about keeping neurons. So I would have liked to have kept the neurons that would show me, like, will help me remember how to solve equations. Mm -hmm. So we're back to this. It's x squared equals parentheses x plus 3 all divided by 2. Mm -hmm. How the fuck do you solve this? I'm pretty sure the first step is to multiply by two. Multiply by two? Yeah, because you got that okay. divided by two. So like you multiply by two, that gets rid of it on the right, and then you end up 2x squared equals x plus three. Okay. Like that's what I feel like is correct. Right. And then you would subtract x, right? So 2x squared minus x equals three. 
And then how do you? Well, I don't know because like, isn't the in the parentheses that's like a whole unit when you have to be like, I don't know, like minus x plus three. No, because it's 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 the whole x plus three divided by two, so it's x plus three all over two. Right, but once you get rid of that too, it's still x plus three in parentheses, right? Right, and then you can subtract x, so it'd be two x squared minus x equals three. But then, how do you get the two x squared minus x just down to x? That's am I or wait? So yeah, no, maybe with- you're maybe you're right. Maybe it's. Because how do you factor out that? Isn't there like a factorial or something? How do you factor out the x plus three divided by two? I don't think you do. Who's going to give us the right answer to this? By the way. Well, so I did a Google search. Oh, you did. Okay. Let's see. So I had this graphing calculator thing that didn't help. Well, so yeah, it doesn't solve there. the equations for you. Unfortunately, it just gave me it just gave me some lines. Yeah, it's not helpful. So I guess the the solution is within those lines somewhere. Uh, so here's the thing about solving inequalities. So I put the thing in x squared equals blah, 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 blah. And so then it wrote it out all pretty. So that's the x. So here's what it says to do. All right. So it multiplied first. Okay. So you end up with 2x squared equals x plus 3. Okay. So that we, we, but you got that, right? But then they did something where they have the x plus 3 plus negative x minus 3 on both sides. x plus 3 plus negative x minus 3? Yeah, I don't know. That does not sound familiar to me at all. Oh, no, I don't know that at all. And then that, like, after you did that, you end up with, like, 2x squared minus x minus 3 equals x minus x plus 3 minus 3, which would be 0. So you end up with 2x squared minus x minus 3 equals 0. But I feel like then wouldn't you take the, like a plus 3 on that side and you get 2x squared minus x equals plus 3 if that's what it is? Like, right. I don't know. So for the record, that's what I said. <laughs> uh, and so then oh, like... Oh, it's getting this... even more complicated. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, this all looks insane. So then it ends up with like x... What is that symbol? Sort of equals oh. three over two, and or is this graphing it? I think, I think I remember this. It's the equal sign that looks like a an e, mm-hmm. and it's um, uh, it's it's for oh gosh, what is it for? Like imaginary numbers? imaginary numbers. I don't know. I didn't do. I didn't go up that high in math. Okay, I I didn't either, <laughs> but you know. Whatever. I got the minimum and moved on due to schooling issues. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it happens. So I did a Google search for equal sign that looks like E, and it it didn't return anything. We got an algebra calculator here. Oop, nope, nope. Right, here we go. All right. Solve this. Solve. So- Calculate. So their answer is 1.5 by negative 1. 1.5 comma negative 1. Okay. X equals. So that seems like it's like graphing it. Okay. So So let's solve with quadratic formula. Solve with completing the square. What does that do? That's all the same. Oh, so wait. Is this just. All right. Let's see what the step by step says. Okay. 
Uh, you need to simplify both sides of the equation. I imagine there are people that know math that are like screaming at us right now as they're listening. <laughs> None of our listeners. No, no. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe Ryan. I think Ryan, yeah. You know, I, I realized I called Eric um, uneducated, but I think he has a bachelor's degree, doesn't he? Yeah. So I'm the only uneducated one out of this entire group. <laughs> That's just fine. You're, you're acting like a Republican here. <laughs> right, right. Choosing everyone else of you. <laughs> So, so they're doing the same kind of thing here with like the, I don't know, they're doing a, actually, I'm not entirely sure how they got to this point. All right. So what they did was, okay, so you've got X squared equals X plus three over two. And so they put it into, you know, an X is basically one X, right? And so they did that into one over 2x plus 3 over 2. Man, I'm lost. But can you... That doesn't seem right. Yeah, I, I take it back. I don't think I would be able to have solved this if I didn't get help from Google or someone that knows something. I guess but, we should use an easier uh, easier one. Way to go, Yahoo Answers. I, well, that's why it was on there, because they didn't know what the fuck was going on. So the only the only okay so I found that symbol on uh on Wikipedia and it, it means it's a set membership. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, That's gotcha. That's what that E thing is. I so. guess we should just stick to hamster jizz jokes and you know, Jeffrey Canada. 